0: Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca.
1: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Now don't forget to make a Mississippi destination vacation part of your summer plans. Summer is coming fast. Now go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. We're going to kick off Good Things today with a beautiful story of one man being inspired by another person's act of kindness and generosity and then having the courage to pay it forward. Joining us on Good Things today is Miss Stacy Mercer. She is the Executive Director for the University of Southern Miss Foundation. Along with Miss Megan, who is the chief communication officer for the USM Foundation as well. So, welcome, ladies. Hello. Hello. Well, thank you for having us. I don't mind who kicks it off, but I want us uh, one of you to first introduce us to who Mr. Lamar Powell
2: is. Sure, Rebecca. I'll start that. From what we know, and, and Stacy and I, neither one were fortunate enough to meet Mr. Powell during his life. But um, Lamar was born um, right outside of Liberty, Mississippi in 1918, served in the military for 23 years with Distinguished Service, and loved to dabble in the stock market, as we understand. And his, his life's dream was to help other children who weren't able to go to college have academic support and financial support to make their dreams a reality and enjoy a life that would make the world and the state of Mississippi a better place.
1: So I love this story because it's a Mississippi man who went off to serve our country and then maybe, you know, he found the hobby of playing in the stock market because you don't normally think of a military, you know, career as being someone who has millions to give later. But, you know, if you have the hobby, and you've got it good in the stock market. So he was coming home for a, you know, routine reunion. I feel like we all can um, connect with that. And he was getting told of the wonderful story of Miss McCarty there at USM. So for those Those that may not remember her story, although we did highlight it here on Good Things, um, give us a recap of who she is and her importance to uh, the university.
3: Stacey? Sure. So, um, Miss McCarty uh, was an amazing person. She uh, served pretty much her entire lifetime um, as a laundress, first working with her aunt Um, and grandmother, and then later on her own in life, but um, made an incredibly generous gift to the University of Southern Mississippi of a $150,000 planned gift that was realized that created the Osceola-McCarty Scholarship, which um, we celebrated 25 years of about, uh, well, this fall. Um, and we were on your show talking yeah. about that way
1: way back she even yeah. has an awesome um a statue there of herself on campus now which you can come and sit by which i love that that some of the international students had brought her gifts and that story just mm-hmm. continues to go on do we know which family member may have shared miss mccarty's story with mr powell while he was visiting home for a family reunion
2: you know, we we don't have that information. Mr. Powell never married, didn't have children, but he had siblings and many um, nieces and nephews. And I, I don't have that detail, but I can only imagine how that would inspire him. Miss McCarty's unexpected gift to then turn into such an amazing. An equally unexpected gift. Exactly. You know, and I think years later,
1: that's where this this story just keeps on giving. And you just never mm-hmm. know the ripple effects of one person's willingness to do in their heart what they know to be right and good, which was Miss McCarty giving her all, which was one hundred and fifty thousand, you know, after she passed to help those students get a chance at an education. And then Mr. Powell came back with a big one 2 punch too for the foundation. That's
2: right. What how did how did your relationship with Mr. Powell start? Well, from what I understand, and I've spoken to some of our um, former employees who were able and fortunate enough to meet Mr. Powell, that as he had this um, family reunion and learned the story of Miss McCarty, out of the blue, he called our office back in 2010 and spoke to one of our um, development mem- team members. And a few weeks later, a $30,000 check came in the mail with the instructions to use it for student scholarships. And that was the beginning of a very long Friendship with Mr. Powell on the university.
1: And Mr. Powell lived to be 97 years young and went ahead and transitioned after that. And through that, in in then leaving his estate to different universities, how much has USM received to help students in their quest for higher education from Mr. Powell?
3: So that's the really uh, incredible um, part of the, the story is, you know, he lived very modestly. Um, you know, and having had a long career in the military, we know that um, our, our service members are, are certainly not paid what they what they are worth. But just the share that has come to uh, the University of Southern Mississippi was two point nine million dollars, and coupled with the gifts he made in his lifetime, that's about three point one million dollars that he has donated to the university all of which is going to help students further their education. Uh, Mr. Powell, unfortunately, never had the opportunity to complete his education. He went to college for one semester. He went to Alcorn when it was Alcorn A&M for one semester in 1941, and I'm sure everybody can put the timeline together. Pearl Harbor happened, and he enlisted in the Army. So he never completed his degree, but he really understood the impact higher education could make on a person's life, and obviously he's put his uh, money where his mouth is, and our our state and our students are really going to benefit from his generosity from now on, because this is an endowment that will be at the university in perpetuity.
1: Well, and I think it's you know interesting too that both Miss McCarty and Mr. Powell both had an affection for higher education, but never got to reach that you know level of of educational success on their own. Both of them you know leaving what they could to U.S.M. and knowing that their students that have already benefited, I know from Miss McCarty's generosity have have you guys already had people you know getting the benefit of Mr. Powell's donation, or is that still being set up?
3: Um, well, so the, from, his, from his lifetime giving, yes, we've had uh, several students that have benefited. Um, but the first cohort from the Lamar Powell Scholarship, which is funded from his estate and trust, is actually starting this fall. We'll have 15 students that will begin this fall. And eventually, as that endowment grows and uh, um, earnings start to accumulate, we'll have 80 students a year um, who will be benefiting from this scholarship.
1: Now, I know Miss McCarty was big into nursing. That was always her lifelong dream was to become a nurse. And I know that, you know, other students have been able to fulfill their dreams in that specific career field. Will there be specific career fields for Mr. Powell's or is it more of just helping students who meet other, you know, um, benchmarks to getting, getting the help through his, his giving?
3: Right, so no, he did not put any requirements in place about a particular major um students are free to pursue their passion uh, the only requirement is that they have financial need that the, that they ha- need support to be able to continue their education and this scholarship will be a four year scholarship to include the early jump start program at the university and as long as a student maintains a 2.0 GPA, they can continue to receive this scholarship for that four years of college.
1: And this all is made possible not only by the generosity and the giving of of people like Ms. McCarty and Mr. Powell, but then all all the other sort of alums and people who come together to support the foundation. So how is the foundation foundational in getting this these uh, this type of work together, these programs together?
3: Well, you know, we're here to help facilitate philanthropy to the university, and we are so blessed with generous alumni and friends of the university, some of whom received scholarship support when they attended college, but many of them who did not, um, and some, as as we're talking about today, who never had the opportunity to attend college. But they all have in common the passion for helping our students achieve their educational goals, they understand what a college education can do to change the trajectory of a life and a family. And so our work is really just to be able to to help facilitate a conversation about what someone would like to achieve and then to try to put that mechanism in place. So it's it's a great honor for us to be able to serve in that role. And um, we're just so fortunate um, that people have been so generous. Um, Just last year alone, we were able to provide over 2,100 privately funded scholarships that totaled more than $4 million.
2: That's incredible.
1: That is incredible. If someone's listening to Good Things today and wants to know more about USM's foundation or the opportunity to give or any of the scholarships, where can they go?
2: sure the the easiest place to go is online to usmfoundation.com. and there are many interesting stories of our donors and our scholarship recipients as well as information on how to start a scholarship make an annual gift and all of those things so USm foundation.com
1: alrighty we well, always love sharing these stories Southern mist to the top ladies thank you They're for your top. time <laughs> thank you for having us all thank right. you alrighty we got more good things for you coming up next
2: go!
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 69, a slight chance of rain tonight, low around 50. Your Friday, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 70 degrees. Saturday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 77. And for your Sunday, sunny skies, high near 77. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
5: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Are you looking for a great new career? Ace Bold and Screw is looking to hire quality folks. Ace Bold offers great benefits and has been around for 50 years. If you are looking for a great career, call Human Resources at 601-355-3448. That's 601-355-3448.
4: no-Drip Roofing and Construction, the name says it all. All types of roofing and construction, your certified Certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the metro. No-Drip Roofing and Construction, 601-371-1051. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're
5: the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt, ADS Security, 601-898-3105.
0: Call today. Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's good things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: so many good things to do in our state. You can plan your very own one-of-a-kind Mississippi trip over at visitmississippi.org. You can also listen to good things on supertalk.fm and the Super Talk Mississippi app. But We hope you know the best way to listen to the show each day is always on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station anywhere across the state. And I so hope you were inspired by Mr. Powell's story earlier. If you didn't catch it, if you're just tuning in with us, you can always catch it on on demand or in podcast form just shortly after the show. But basically, you had a man who lived very humbly. And the, the two stories between Mr. Powell and Miss McCartney are basically the same. They lived very humble lives. They were dedicated to their service of what they chose to do. They always had a passion for higher education, but never fulfilled that for themselves. So when Jesus called them home, they had it written or, or set up to where, you know, the University of Southern Miss or a place of higher education would receive a good lump sum of their of their, you know, of their savings. And it's incredibly interesting to me to to see how much they were able to still have and live comfortably. You know, they didn't not they didn't miss a meal. They didn't not have their tires rotated or changed. I mean, these were people who did what they needed to do. But, you know, felt feels like they had their head on their shoulders, understanding what. Health, happiness, and the things that are required for that are to have that kind of safety net. Miss McCarty's was one hundred and fifty thousand, which is huge considering, I mean, how many of us would go today and have one hundred and fifty thousand in savings. And then Mr. Powell, I mean, he took part to the stock market and had a little bit more to give. I mean, thanks to you know the the growth of you know the stock market and all things capitalism. But if you think about it, Rhino and I were talking about this um, just a second ago. Mr. Powell passed away at 97, I think, in 2015. So he would have been 100 in 2018. And it takes a couple years for your estate and all that to get settled for gifts like that to be given. So think about it. He was born 1918. Let's just say 1920ish era. So to him. and his generation what we think of now as playing with the stock market it seems so normal we have our 401ks in there we have you know investor we have uh, advisors there's an app for that there's an app for that now but in 1918 that had to be kind of like the wild west of financial trying to gain financial you know the you know get on the one up on finance yeah for
6: his generation there was that mentality that it was kind of the wild west when he was born and then you had the great depression because or largely in part of because of the crash of the stock market and that kind of wild west mentality of just throwing money around and just and just letting it do what it wants to do so that generation had a little bit more hesitancy into in investing into something like the stock market where there is risk reward, and you saw a lot more of that generation saving, living within their means, but saving in cash. So that generation you, you see, which would be
1: I guess Miss McCarty,
6: right? And you you see less from that generation growing their wealth on the stock market because that simply wasn't a concept that. That really took hold in, in the American lexicon of growing wealth on the stock market and that being something that was attainable to to the everyday average Joe in any way. That didn't really come around until the 80s and 90s. Before that
1: – Which he, Mr. Powell was already right, 70. And, <laughs> but
6: by that point, he probably had something built yeah. up and was already going, and that's the deal with any long-term investment – Was it Einstein that said compound interest is the strongest force in the world? Because time, when it comes to you start now, like if you're an 18-year-old right now, 50 bucks grows so much when you get out to 30, 40, 50
5: years.
1: So but an 18-year-old right now, though, Rhino, and you are you thinking about the stock market? And again, this is not. Good Things Financial Advice. This is just us having an interesting conversation of where things are shifting right now when you think about where to invest or things to think about for the future, because now you have things like cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, you have these NFTs, you have all of this new technology that all of us old fogies and I'll throw myself into that because you you know everybody who's f- like near forty or over you think oh that's you know unstable not going to work da 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 but then you have your eighteen nineteen twenty millennial type mindsets who can see past. You know, the the security and the safety net that is, well, which really isn't the stock market, but, you know, that, that has shown at least over the last several decades right. to, be, to, to be something to be trusted in. You know, will they be the Mr. Powells in 20 or 30 years who took a little bit of cash with humble beginnings with not really growing it through a business or some form of, you know, capital venture but got one of the new nfts or started with bitcoin or whatever it may be and then hey they're your new millionaires and billionaires
6: that is like we were saying the wild west that's the the new wild west for growing wealth or growing income and it's you do have that risk of something like a bubble like with the dot-com bubble in the 90s where everybody had to have a dot-com and you had all these companies popping up and they were just a dot-com well, when that bubble burst, they had nothing to fall back on. The difference between that and the the cryptocurrency blockchain NFT craze that's going on right now is there. It it would be almost impossible to continue the growth it has without bubbling and, and popping at some point and shrinking back to a more manageable level. But the technology and the growth of the technology is what may drive future wealth growth for future generations the the nft stuff is really what's fascinating because you've got the most common thing you're hearing about is digital pictures like people are selling the original pictures that became memes or the popular animated gifs like the nyan cat which is the the pop tart cat with the rainbow coming out of its rear selling the original of that and signing it digitally with the blockchain technology so that you can prove you have the original I don't really see a future in that, but that became a fad and a trend. But you do have that same technology, that blockchain technology, that can be used in games on your phone. That can be used. They're already utilizing it in, in digital horse racing, where you can buy and, and breed and grow digital horses and race them. So it's they're thinking in different directions using the technology, and there could be growth in that. But it's the Wild West. There's risk. It's the
1: wild West. And I know there's so many listening to good things right now and think, no, never. No way. But think about, like, okay, again, taking Mr. Powell's story, who obviously uh, left us a very wealthy man and he was here for pretty much a 100 years. What all he saw change when it came to just the way that you exchanged currency? I mean, he started probably with, you know, just cash being pretty much king and then watching, obviously, the stock market where he grew. But then came checks. Then came credit cards. Then came debit cards. I'm pretty sure he probably didn't pass away with Venmo or a cash app. He may have, don't know, didn't know him, you know, um, uh, personally by any stretch of the imagination, but all of those things that probably him and anyone else that's, you know, within his generation thought, well, that'll never catch on. I'm never going to get a debit card. I'm never going to get a credit card until you've got one because you realize, okay, and then you go, oh, well, this is kind of... This, this brings about a lot of ease and, and comfort and then you get, you know, sort of accustomed to it. Fast forward to, I'm watching, you know, the news and it's coming up that Amazon now is, is moving us even more forward in the way that we make transaction, transactions where they can link your debit and credit card to your fingerprint or your palm, where you can now leave your, you know, your wallet at home, and you can high-five or, you know, scan your palm, which is yours. You only have your fingerprints, um, you know, to make to make transaction, transactions and to buy your, your goods and services. To think that you wouldn't need, you know, a wallet anymore is kind of... It's hard to think about, but yet so was a little piece of plastic that you mean I can buy whatever I want, and then you just send me the bill, and then look at where that sort of transpired. I mean, that
6: little piece of plastic has changed a great deal during during a hundred years' lifespan. I mean, you you go from having credit at a store, so you've been a loyal enough customer at a a place of business to where they feel comfortable, hey, you want to buy this big ticket item, you don't have a couple hundred bucks. We'll give you a line of credit, and you can pay it off over time with an individual store at a person-to-person basis. Then that went to credit companies offering credit in the form of a credit card. But you still had to either take them for their word, hey, they have this card's good, or you had to call up the credit company and, hey, do they have this much credit? Can they afford this fridge or this TV or something? And then... You, you went to the, the the manual. I remember that. Yeah, now. with the the carbon paper and the copies and everything. And then you went to swiping it digitally. And now, now you got you have the chip chips. that you just put it. That little piece of plastic changed
5: a lot.
1: Yep. So would you would you connect your credit debit card to the palm of your hand to high five a transaction? Let us know six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. More good things up next.
7: From the biggest
6: I
8: do the watermelon crawl.
9: Make a donation and help change your life today. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at New Care MD.
10: The
5: Sheraton Flowwood will be hosting a job fair. We're hiring for positions in food and beverage, housekeeping, finance, sales, engineering, and front office. The job fair will be at the Sheraton Flowwood at 2200 Refuge Boulevard in Flowwood on Friday, April 23rd from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, April 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and also on Friday, April 30th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, May 1st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can also apply online at AIM Bridge Hospitality.com.
8: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News this morning. Senator Roger Wicker helped unveil a counter to the president's two trillion dollar infrastructure plan. The Republican alternative came in at under six hundred billion.
10: We take the part of the president's plan that most Americans agree is real hard infrastructure. We give it our touch and we, we think we have uh, a very good number here.
8: When the federal government offered millions in incentives for Mississippi to expand Medicaid, state GOP leaders resisted. Governor Tate Reeves explained that it's because the amounts change with each administration. For example, Texas had worked out a deal with the Trump administration for a Medicaid waiver that gave them the ability to create work requirements.
4: The Biden administration comes in and within 90 days, they disallow that waiver and now Texas is going to be stuck. Paying
8: for uh, what they thought was a good program. I'm Kelly Bennett. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Bets Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. So, this. my babe. Taz Niederauer, Hour, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music. Presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
0: turner
5: she looks healthy
0: and sane good things with rebecca turner continues on super talk mississippi
8: some nights i stay up
10: cashing in my bad luck some nights i call it a talk. Some nights my lips Mississippi in has castle.
1: so many good places for you Some and your family to I eat, stay, and play. So head on over to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. You can explore a lot more here on Super Talk Mississippi. We can be watched on your favorite device. You can also watch us on Roku and Amazon Fire devices. You can even watch Super Talk TV live on CSpire TV. If you have Seaspire TV, you can find Super Talk TV on Channel 70, right next to the Weather Channel. But I also encourage you to find us over on YouTube. You can get many of our best interviews and shows and clip-down and easy digestible formats for you there at YouTube. So if you are a fan of scrolling YouTube or just going to it, just go search Supertalk and hit subscribe and that way we'll just pop up in your feed whenever you go to check your YouTube app um, but we are checking in on whether you would be up to the new technology or not that it's slowly coming down the pipe and look I have absolutely zero agenda to this here on good things other than to have the it's coming conversation and will or will you not take part in it I mean Alexa and Google Home have been out now for I guess more than five six whatever years many of you are knee deep in that technology and the turners are like no thank you so you get you know it's still america so we still for the most part get to sort of choose and what we partake in you probably have family members that still only pay in cash or will be dinged and determined if they're not going to write a check for whatever it may be so even though new technologies for commerce come down the pipe it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have options on which you choose to make your primary, you know, way of doing business. And I promise you, if a store wants your money bad enough, they'll take it in any currency that's still available <laughs> that you're gonna offer it or you're gonna find a company or an organization or a service that will meet you where you want want to be. So. And
6: that's that's one thing to remember when it comes, especially with this situation where it, it's a company that wants to pair your handprint to a card of a debit card or a credit card of your choosing to pay. That seems a little star trekky, little star warsy, little sci-fi, future techy, and it feels like it's a step too far for the everyday average person right now. Especially considering we just got to the point in the last few years where you can essentially do that same thing with a smartphone where you you scan your your thumbprint. Yep. Oh, yeah. It pays through the phone.
1: Or you even have to use your finger or thumbprint to get into your phone. Right.
6: Stuff like that. And I would liken the the Amazon handprint pay to something like Laserdisc, where it's a precursor to a future technology we'll see down the line, but it's not going to be widely adopted. Like the Laserdisc paved the way for DVDs, but not a whole lot of folks with a Laserdisc on the shelf.
1: True story, true story. And it's, you know, time will tell, and this is just starting out. And, of course, it's something new and unusual, so it's making headlines. I think it's neat to just sort of think through how this would change if it was to be adopted by everybody. I mean, <laughs>
6: you just... Andy and Jackson on the Seaspire text line. Capital One will have to update their commercial from What's in Your Wallet to
4: Talk to the Hand. <laughs>
1: You know, and then you also think about if if it was to go to, you know, all of your identification or driver's license, all those kind of things were linked to your actual palm print. I mean, how many, you know, underage people would never make it into a bar because there you could you could no longer have a fake ID. I mean, that would totally take away all of those traumatic decisions they were about to make in their in their mid teen just, years. For
6: some reason that made me draw a mental connection between the older generation and a look at technology and what we have today. The old comic series, comic strip series that became a movie in the what, early 90s with Warren Beatty, Dick Tracy, the detective mm-hmm. with the yellow outfit, and he's got a, a watch that can be a communicator and video. Now we got those. It's a true story. If you got a smart watch, you're as cool as Dick Tracy, so...
1: There you go. Absolutely. Well, you already look in movies like Mission Impossible or, you know, some of these other things where, you know, they they need handprints and eyes and all the things to get through all the security things because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So our palm prints, eyes, all that stuff is, is yours. It's mine. It's you can't steal it. I can't have it unless... Everyone will figure, someone will figure out a way to manipulate the system. But if you've had like your identity stolen, if you've had your purse stolen, if you've had your credit cards taken from you, you know, you may be the one that's like, hey, I like this idea of not having something unattached to me. To make you know per- purchases, um, where you 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 don't have to walk around you know the store with your purse clinging to you or your fanny pack on if it's literally your hands. But then you know we have other ideas like uh, Gary here at Super Talk was like, but what if they just scan your hand in the randomest places? Right, like you would be as if you were you know you they got good at picking pockets, they're going to get good at sort of scanning palms too. So. With everything that comes, there's going to be people out there with nefarious ideas on how to, you know, one up you and steal your, instill your information. But, but yeah, it, w- it will be, it will be interesting to see if this takes off, where it was, it would take off, and all of that um, involved. Larry and Jackson, how would you buy something from your neighbor or make any pra- private transaction? Fist, well, you wouldn't fist bump because it's your palm, so I don't know we have to bring back the handshake. Actually, you know what? That would go back to the very beginning of the way personal transactions happen was like, you know the the support of a good old handshake, but this time maybe there's like a ding when you shake hands or
6: <laughs> Oh, what was the Justin Timberlake with- movie where everybody had a certain amount of time and they had to like trantly you shook hands and twisted your arm and twist one way and you got time, twist the other way you gave time.
1: True. So, see, King Biscuit says, if you were found dead with a hand, amazing, your banking accounts need to be will, would need to be. I
6: like you meant to say missing. Missing.
1: missing yes. Then your banking accounts would need to be locked. Hey, but you know, I mean, not that's definitely not a good thing. But people get mugged every day for their wallets and their purses and you know everything else. So, I mean, for every good that comes out or technology that moves us in a direction. I mean, you're always going to have...
6: For every VHS, there's a Betamax.
1: Whatever that means. Yes. Stealing it her taking it from you. So there are lots of things to think about. But for the most part, going back to, it's going to be grandmas and grandpas and moms and dads who are probably be the first on board with it. It will be our children. They're like, oh yeah, you mean I don't have to keep up with all the things and it's all right here and it's just with me and there you go. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be in the next 10 years. We're all whatevered.
6: But yeah, it's starting. Yeah, the, the fear of a cashless society is a bit unfounded. There's going to be cash for years and years to come there's there's simply no way the system works without it
1: you know though everybody's talking about their handprints i'm thinking now it'll be your children's first artwork will be something you have to put in lock and key because you know that's pretty much an imprint of now their credit card and debit card information and
6: all those turkeys
1: those turkeys my question is if you're going to get to the point where i mean there's many of us who have you know a flavor for every credit card out there there's a you know you've got an amex you've got mastercard you have visa you have your debit card you have whatever like which finger goes to which and how do you know that you're charging the right card to what right i mean because or do you only get to pick one with with your palm or do you get to pick i
6: just still want the hand phone where i can do the thumb (laughs) and the pinky and talk to somebody (laughs) I want that and hoverboards.
1: That and hoverboards. But
6: not the hoverboards with wheels. I'm talking about an actual hoverboard, like Back to the Future.
1: You know, with the things that are in your ears now, you really could do that in public and just creep people out, like standing there trying. <laughs> because it it's already, my hand phone, man. It's already, creep, it's already strange to me when you walk down an aisle and people appear to be talking to themselves. I have not fully embraced how you manage that because you have to catch yourself and think, are, are they talking to me? But it would it would make me feel better if they were utilizing the earpiece technology but then also using the thumb and pinky phone. So it's signaling to those around them that, hey, I'm on the phone. I'm not talking to myself or at you in a, in a weird way or whispering about you. So, yeah, and then when they go, okay, bye, they would actually hang it up. I think that would be awesome. That's.
6: Do you hang up the handphone or you just close the fist?
1: <laughs> There's got to be an SNL skit or something out there, or, or sort of around that. I love though that this is sort of you know it's 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 ignited a little bit of a conversation. Some of you are rolling with it and see the um, humor and the potential of the of it. Others are a hell bit on, you know, no. I I
6: would say to anybody that's worried about the hand scan pay thing, do you remember Google Glass?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's so much technology that came down that never...
6: We were worried about that. Oh, my goodness, we're not going to have any privacy unless nobody wears the thing.
1: But you got to think about it. You can now go into places with the grocery store and check yourself out as you're shopping with your... Like, they already trust you with that. You never thought you'd see that happen. Or you can buy on the app and then show up and it's there. I mean, there's already so much we're doing that we never thought would be safer be doing it.
7: Hmm. High
1: five. So you do both hands for 10, one hand for five. I think it'd be great, though, if you like to give a server their tip, you high five them for every five that they get.
6: Somewhere a germaphobe is cringing.
1: <laughs> well, in the day of COVID, too. <laughs> That's true. I didn't think about that. All right, stick with this. We've got more for you up next.
5: Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today.
9: Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com grass growing season is in full swing and Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is your one-stop outdoor equipment shop. Hartley has teamed up with Skag Lawnmowers to offer you the best deals of the year during their annual Skag Open House event. This sale will run Monday, April 19th through Saturday, April 24th. All week long, Hartley will have huge discounts on all Skag walk-behinds, stand-ons, and zero turn mowers. Hartley has the perfect Skag Lawnmower for the small residential yard or large estate owner. Commercial grass cutters will also receive a Additional discounts on any purchases during this week-long sale. On top of all these savings, all Skag mowers are eligible for zero percent financing with no money down, as well as mow now, pay later financing options. Each purchase will come with a free first service and free delivery. Stop by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt, April 19th through the 24th, and see for yourself why Skag mowers are simply the best. This is Owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley.
7: This is the closing agri market report. At the close, of New York Cotton Exchange July cotton was down 18 to 8605. October cotton was down five to 8483. The close of the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans were up 34 and three quarters to 1514 and a quarter a bushel. August soybeans were up 33 and three quarters to 1465 and a half a bushel. July corn. Was up 25 cents to 631 and a half per bushel. September corn was up 20 and a quarter to 577 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was down 140 to 115.85. August live cattle was down 125 to 116.72. August feeders down 355 to 148.37. September feeders down 352 to 150.40. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 302 points to 33,835. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
4: Well, if you ask me, there's only one way to handle agribusiness insurance. It's got to be personal. You know, the way Triangle Insurance does it. They make a point to come visit my business and do an annual risk assessment every year. And they make sure everything's covered correctly. Yeah, an email can't see what you're going through, right? It's got to be face-to-face. Triangle Insurance. We
10: write agribusiness insurance right. To learn more, call 800-894-5020.
0: Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: visit mississippi.org and head on over to the Good Things Facebook group if you are part of that platform. We would love to have you. Just type in Good Things With. Rebecca Turner pops up. You can click join and Rhino and I will let you in. You'll see today that we are celebrating National Earth Day there, just sharing our tips and tricks on how we try to reduce reuse or recycle but i think mississippians even though we could do better as a state i will say with having a more condensed recycling program or being encouraged to and i think that's on its way in a lot of different areas we are the queens and kings though of reducing and reusing and recycling things and not just being wasteful with everyday sort of uh, products so i'm always you know, inspired by what people can reuse and repurpose, and how they find ways to get the most out of something or not be wasteful.
6: I always get a chuckle when I go to a store and I see purpose-built, expensive shelf storage and organization equipment for sheds or, or tools. Do you not have like a a plastic tub or a coffee can? Or that's what. That's that's storage in a shed.
1: Well that's the same when you're on the aisle and you're buying trash bags for your actual tall kitchen or your, you know, your outside trash cans and you see that they have trash can trash bags for like the bathroom or your car or whatever, and I'm thinking, why aren't you using your leftover grocery bag? Like That's what I
6: carry the the stuff to the car in. (laughs)
1: That's what I carry the stuff to the car in. I can put the the things in there that's so useful for so many. Why would you buy actual trash bags for those particular um, containers? Because you already have a slew of them sort of at home. I will say if we ever had another kid, I would most definitely think about the whole reusable diaper situation. Because good lord, you forget how much those cost and how long they're in them.
6: And they're going up at the end of the summer.
1: Oh, I well, I can only imagine. And then but so is the trend, though, coming back for more families to go back to the way they once did, which was to use reusable diapers and things of that nature. And they're a lot cuter now than they used to be. Not that it. Not that it matters that they were they were cute, but they're they're more functional <laughs> than they than they used to be. It's a
6: piece of cloth designed to catch bodily functions. You know
1: what? It makes me a whole lot happier to see rainbows and butterflies and whatever else on it than and to know what's on the inside of it than to just look at something beige with poop. Then, <laughs> if it makes you, makes the parent happier to put it on the kid and wash it, throw it in their washing machine. It's an illusion, but it works to sort of help keep. the the amount of diapers that you have to buy down. In addition to National Earth Day, I thought this was neat. It's also National Jelly Bean Day. And here's a little fun fact, whether you like them or not, but I don't know anybody who doesn't have at least one favorite flavor of of jelly beans. We all also have that one flavor we can't stand. And if you take a handful of them, you're like... (laughs) It's usually the licorice ones for me. It's not my favorite. But our 40th president of the United States, Ronald Reagan, he had such a jelly bean addiction that he had red, white, and blue jelly beans at his inauguration. And in fact, the company at the time that was creating the most jelly beans had not yet figured out or produced blue. So they created the blue jelly bean specifically, which is the blueberry flavored, for his inauguration, which then Kept on and kept caught on, and now you see them um, as a staple within sort of the colors. And I thought that was a fun trivia a moment for you today on National Jelly Bean Day. And he picked up eating jelly beans when he quit smoking years before. So his lungs love him; his teeth not so much. But hey, one for the other. Jelly bean fan? Yes, no.
6: I think I might have the weirdest favorite flavor. What is that? Buttered popcorn. From Jelly Belly.
1: I had to stop and think about that.
6: I, I love them. They're great.
1: I don't think I've ever had them. So you're one that will try the random?
6: Oh, yeah. I'll get the, the bag. of. It, it's mainly Jelly Belly. That's the only brand I can think of. But, yeah, they have the bag that's got all kind of different flavors. And I'll sit there and pick through and match it up to the back. All right. Yep. Butter popcorn. Yep.
1: They also have some that are not so they're, – They're and they're designed to be – The
6: bean boozled?
1: The Yes. Where
6: there are the not-so-nice flavors?
1: Yes. And you can... Where you can
6: get earwax flavor or grass flavor or vomit flavor. Yeah.
1: Jeff and Oxford... Jeff, you had me... You had me just thinking about it. Jeff and Oxford said, me too, Rhino. There we go. On the, the butter popcorn? Butter
6: popcorn jelly bellies.
1: I'm good with the good old red... Blue, pink, yellows are my favorite. The coconut ones are pretty good. I like the strawberry ones. They have the pink lemonade that's pretty rad. But just keep away the licorice. don't ruin a good vibe you've got going on with your Jelly Bellies. The Starburst jelly beans are the best. I agree to whomever text that in. But you guys are the best to me. You make good things great. So I appreciate you tuning in each weekday with us from 2 to 3. But please don't go anywhere. You have got Sports Talk Mississippi coming up next. And they've got plenty for you from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
8: Give good things for you. Give things for you.